Relax and get loose while I put you up on game. The figure booth with Josh and Nate. This that podcast folk. Those in the know. Batman vs. Iron Man. How would it go? We talking one of a kind. Collectibles. Mezco toys are respectable. It's unacceptable. If it's not in the packaging, Nate don't take pics if you ain't rapping it. Nate's dirty tricks are always happening. But damn it, man. Don't you be stressing round here. We believe in plastic confessions. We trying to figure out the figures. That's gonna stand the test of time. That G.I. Joe handmade hit me in the spine. There's perfection in the way that these toys are made. But I also want to know, do I pick Wade or Slade? So this is where I come to kick it with the guys. The figure booth. Like, comment, and subscribe. Welcome, Toy Fam. You have made it to another episode of The Figure Booth here, where we talk about the ups and downs of the modern day collector. We go over pre orders, weekly hauls, and we even do interviews with active community members in the action figure world. My name is Josh, AKA Prime to the First. I'm joined by my friend and co host, Nate. Hey, everybody. This is Figure Fan underscore Nate, and you've reached episode 55, which we're calling Turning the Page. Oh. Very clever on that name, turning the page. I wonder who could be our guest this uh, this week. I mean, there could be some some hints laying around here in the background, possibly. Um, you know, what is that? A lot of Mezco boxes back there. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of a Mezco fan, um, even though just a couple episodes I was you know breaking up with them, like I was <laughs> breaking up with that girlfriend from high school who cheated on me, and I'm like, hey, get out of here. And now, now you know we're we're back together. Maybe Mesco, please. Thank you for the pink skulls. Yeah, and it's still taking your money, just like your old girlfriend, <laughs> right? Damn you! Yeah, but um, you know this guy, he is very active in the toy community. Yeah, I think if you are a collector of toys or Mesco specifically, you definitely know um, who he is. Um, he's got his own weekly show that he does, um, and he also has a YouTube channel. So we wanted to have him on. Pick his brain. Um, he's Find been a long time friend of both me and Josh. Um, yeah. So it's about time that we get him on here. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce him. Who do we got on Prime? The one, the only, the toy page. Stand up. Ah, hey. Welcome oh, to hey. the figure booth, sir. Welcome to. How the you figure. doing? How you doing? Good to be here. Good to be here. <laughs> standing ovation. Wow. Uh, yeah. I everyone you guys. Oh no, no. I meant our listeners. They should be standing up. I don't even care if you guys oh. are driving. Stand up for toy page and and. <laughs> Like just pull over and stand up and bow. People are gonna be like, yeah. "What is that guy doing?" Yeah, and then send send Prime your insurance bill too after that. <laughs> yeah, I do have to tell you the champagne back here is very good. While I'm waiting, I appreciate that. Thank we we nice. try to provide the best for our guests. Mm-hmm. How you doing, man? Is where Paige is hanging out right now. Yeah, how you guys doing? <laughs> doing good, Paige. Yeah, really happy to have you on here, man. Uh, like you oh, said, we've yeah. been longtime friends. Um, I've been following your stuff for longer than I can remember, probably about as long as I've been collecting Mezco. Um, And you are kind of the Mezco aficionado. You're kind of the guy I go to if I have questions or if I'm interested in what's going on in the community or kind of your thoughts on what's happening. And I'm always going to your page for the the pre-order updates. Uh, You're very generous in doing that. Um, But there's more to you than just Mezco stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your own YouTube channel. You kind of do your own thing there. Uh, you're into toy photography. You collect other stuff as well. Uh, well, you, you know, <laughs> don't be modest. Um, you do some great photography. Yeah. So we yeah. kind of just wanted to break down a little bit and get to know a little bit uh, more about you. 
Yeah, good. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. I really do. Thank you so much. I've been watching you guys' show um, the past couple of episodes. I mean, in, in its entirety, it's been very good. But the past couple of shows have really, uh, it really resonated me. The, That's awesome. The Y episode mm-hmm. that you guys had, really yes. good. I That's sat awesome. there. And really good. Really good, man. So what's, what's your why, Paige? What started My it why? Off? Yeah, what started off? Like, uh, kind of give us your backstory. As, were you always a collector from day one? What got you into collecting? Um, so I did it like anybody. I was I was younger and I collected, you know, toys and stuff like that, comics. Yeah. And then um, I went into the military and all that stuff kind of got pushed to the side. You have a bit of, mm-hmm. you know, different responsibilities and, and right. you're moving constantly. So you can't really take stuff with you. And then uh, I got out and I was um, I went to a movie store and I saw a Play Arts Kai figure. Mm-hmm. It was Joker. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And I got one. And then I went to a comic place that we have here. It's called Gods and Monsters. Uh, and they had I think it was Robin and Harley. And I'm like, these are great. And I got the Hawkman and I took them home and I started taking pictures, watching video reviews to kind of expand on it a little bit more and i said these figures are way too damn big i can't take pictures of them so i was like i need to move something six inch and then i saw a black and not the black and white but the black and gray dark knight returns figure from mezco Uh um i got on ebay a guy was selling that in a mdx and he told me he'd sell it to me for 200 and i've been locked in ever since wow that's yeah i got lucky man yeah man (laughs) yeah that Dark Knight Returns is what uh, what got me into the line too, because um, yeah. I was collecting, you know, NECA and other stuff, and I had like a Keaton Batman, but uh, nothing that was. I, I guess back then there was nothing I can remember that was like really good for the Dark Knight Returns, and that's one of my favorite comics. So I was when I saw that, I was like, you know, I don't know if I take a chance. It's seventy five dollars. Yeah, do I do that? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a big investment. Nowadays, yeah. it's like, ah, well. You know, they're like, I'm getting three sets of pink skulls. Right. <laughs> now we're spending $300 yeah. on pink skulls. But yeah. that's kind of what was the hook for me, too. Is like, wow, this is not only a great quality figure, but the tailored goods yeah. um, you know, are, are better than I expected. And it's just, it kind of changed the game for me. It's like, mm-hmm. this is sort of the new bar that has been set for figures. I still mm-hmm. like other stuff, but mm-hmm. there's nothing that really compares as much to a Mezco. It really had that kind of draw for me. Hmm. Interesting. So, were you collecting other, I know you said you got a Play Arts Kai and some other things, but did you collect it all when you were younger or is it something you kind of oh, discovered yeah. when you got older? Oh yeah, I was uh, I was a huge collector as much as you can, BGI Joe Transformers, all that stuff, Brave Star, I'm dating myself. Nice, you know, stuff yes, like that. I had a bunch Demon, of Brave Star. Silverhawks, yeah. all that stuff. Nice. I, I collected everything across the board. And <clears throat> it's funny, you said the price thing when I first got into Mezco, um, but, the PX Punisher came out mm-hmm. and that was very pricey. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, oh, should I get two for the weapons? And my friend was like, you need to do it. You need to do it. And I'm like, no, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And now I don't even, like you said, I don't even think about it. Right. Uh, just dropping that money. But uh, it's, it's nice to be able to collect things that you really enjoy. Cause I remember as a kid, uh, I had a nice collection. My parents got divorced and then all that, got thrown to the wayside and so you kind of lose track of it and so now i'm in a position where i can afford to do some of these things yeah and i just try to sit in that pocket enjoy collecting enjoy what i'm doing and i buy what i want to buy so 
It's amazing what you can become accustomed to, right? Like you talked mm -hmm. about when you first think about purchasing that first Mezco, you're like, man, I don't know. Like, how can I justify spending this much on it? Yeah. And then two years or three or four years down the line, you know, you're just throwing it at the screen. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, this is cheap for a Mezco. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But I, I always take, I always take in like, you can't see it but there's a table over here. It has like stuff that I want to try to do videos on. Mm -hmm. And there's stuff that I'll just sit here and play around with. And for me, well, you know, like I said, I was prior military. And so I, uh, I was a medic and I was deployed quite a few times. And so I saw a lot of stuff, uh, you know, and some of that stuff resonates with people. And mm -hmm. so as a form of therapy for me, what I do is I'll, I'll mess around with figures or I'll paint or I'll make dials and stuff like that. And it's, it's just therapeutic. You know, you get to create something. Um, you get to just decompress. And that's what I like about collecting. Mm -hmm. It's a little yes. hard sometimes with certain things, you know, like, of course, like groups and the Internet. So you got to kind of filter out some of that stuff. But for me, it's it's been something I really enjoy. I think we all need that kind of release right you need something to kind of break you out from your normal life and that's what it is for me too you know that's kind of what figures have always been something that i can focus on that's just for me that brings me that enjoyment and then it turned into something else with toy photography but you got to have that creative outlet to where you can express that side of yourself otherwise i think we're all going to go a little bit crazy if we try to be super serious all the time or you don't have something where you can just be yourself yeah. so i really resonate with what you said about like just having something to kind of latch onto and have like the creative outlet for. So, but for you that expanded into other things like dial building and customizing. So tell us a little bit more about that. Is that something you still kind of dabble in? Do you do that very much? You know, I, oh, I saw yeah. that you had a really sweet car. I was going to bring up a little bit. Oh uh, yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. Um, so, I, st um, I had figures and I kept watching all the influencers talk about you needed dioramas and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so I actually paid a guy uh, to uh, make me a dial. And it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's, it's a really weird story, but there's a ending to it. So he, he made this dial for me. I paid it, paid him for it. I got the diorama and I didn't like it. <laughs> and I was like, I could do better than this. And the twist part about it is, is that uh, I didn't know this, but he rushed this dio because he was in the hospital and he was sick. Mm -hmm. And then later on, he passed away. Mm -hmm. I still have the dial, but I was so like disappointed about mm -hmm. it. And so I had this diorama. I was like, you know, I don't get it. Uh, you know, he had time to do it. Why didn't mm -hmm. he just make it better? So I started doing it. And as I started doing it, I go, crap, this is very hard. <laughs> and it made me have a better appreciation because I still use the piece he gave me as kind of like a like inspiration. There's certain stuff that I can get from mm -hmm. it. And I look at it and I go, you know, you always got to start someplace. But this stuff, photography, uh, dial building, painting, any of that stuff, uh, it's a lot harder than people think and give credit to the artists who do it mm -hmm. so like artists like like you nate i'll go and i'll look at your photos and stuff like that and you gather inspiration from that uh i go to prime stuff because i remember prime's work i first got turned on to because it was the arcade stuff and i thought that was cool and you know you just kind of like network and you find around 
who's doing what, and you just draw inspiration. So it comes in a lot of forms, but uh, I just want to try to dabble a little bit so I have a better understanding of collecting in the community as a whole, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, and I think, I think that's, I think a challenge for the new collector stepping into it is really like kind of dabbling in different areas of the community where you're reaching out to photographers, customizers, dial, dial makers, and really just using your own resources to, to kind of question yourself, can I really make this? And a lot of times it is much harder to make the dial because there's a ton of dial makers out there and the quality, it varies. So we're, some are very decent, some are struggling and some are, it's just masterpieces. But then at the end of the day, I always tell myself, you do, you end up getting what you pay for and even when you do pay a lot and the quality is not that great, you take mm -hmm. it upon yourself. You're like, hey, I'm going to learn the skill. And then as you're learning it, you're like, man, this stuff is really hard because there's a lot of there. There's just a lot of techniques and skills that it's, you, you don't know until you trial by error. Right. Um, when I was yeah. making dials, it was I would see it and I would try to replicate it. And it, it took, you know, 10 times for me to get it right where it, oh, I was finally satisfied with it. So I, a lot of times. I think new collectors get really frustrated because they want their pictures or their dials to look exactly what they see uh, posted on social media or whoever they follow, whoever they look up to. They're like, man, my pictures, I want them to be like that. Or my collection, I want to have the latest Mesco or the latest whatever figure. I want to be able to be at that level. And a lot of times yeah. I try to tell those, you know, every once in a while, uh, new collectors will reach out and say, hey, I want to get an arcade from you. You know, it's out of my budget. I'm like, hey, you can't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Like, I've been doing this far way longer than you have. So yeah. it, it's hard. You like pace yourself. It's a, be patient with yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's like we talked about before. It's not about the equipment. It's about the skill. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just go out and buy a nice camera yeah. and a dio and then be a toy photographer, you know, yeah. or to Paige's point, you can't just go out and buy some foam and an exacto knife and some paint and you're going to make yeah. this amazing dial. You know, it takes yeah. skill and learning those experiences you know, that experience of what works, what doesn't work. And you kind of have to like hone your craft over time. But I, I applaud you for even taking the chance of trying, because I think a lot of people get defeated before they even try. Mm -hmm. They'll make an excuse like, oh, well, I'll never make it as good as Prime or it's never going to turn out like Paige's post, you know, mm -hmm. so why, why should I even try? But that's where you, you're always going to lose if you go that way. Like if you don't try something, you're always going to be disappointed or you're always going to think that, it's not good enough, just try it, you know, and you might surprise yourself. It might be something that you actually build a passion for. And it sounds like that's kind of what it did with you, Paige. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, and I think it's cool because in, in any aspect of whatever I'm doing, whether it's like videos or whether it's collecting or dioramas and stuff, I, I understand like there's this uh, standard road every artist takes to get there. Mm -hmm. But I try to like go out of that. And so my builds, if I did a build, I, I was like, I'll do something weird that I haven't seen somebody do yet. And those are where most of those challenges come from. Like I did like a James Bond one where it was supposed to be that. That barrel. was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, dude, that thing took me like two months. But the part about it was it was therapeutic, but it was also cool because I hadn't seen anybody, you know, I'm not yeah. all over the Internet, but I hadn't seen somebody do that. No, nope, you're the like, only one. Yeah, but I was like, I have to figure it out. And so it, yeah. the challenge was there and then to do yeah. something unique. Yeah. There's another piece that I'm doing like right now. I have, a, I was, 
I've been working on it for a while. There's like three pieces. And you, it's that it's just that trying to figure it out. And you get better as you go, more so than you think. I had a guy, he messaged me today about a diorama. I'm like, oh, why are you asking me? And he was yeah. you know, like, you know, I was like, oh, there's like, there's like, dude, there's there's it's like don't bug masters. Me. No, there's master builders yeah. out there. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Right. And he was like, and cause I send him videos. Because yeah. he asked me once, he said, uh, he goes, hey, are you using a hot wire phone cutter? I go, no. And he goes, well, what are you using? And I showed him. I was like, it's an exacto knife. And I yeah. go, or a, a blade cutter. And he's like, I don't believe you. And so I, I drew something out, <laughs> and I cut it right in front of him. Yeah. And I showed him. I'm like, you you just have, you know, you have the right tools for it, and you have yeah. the experience of how to do it. And it's it's satisfying to know that you can look at something and see that you created. That's a, mm -hmm. another part that I like about it. Right. Yeah, being able to look back and be like, hey, I didn't buy that. I made that myself. Yes. The goal for me was always, um, uh, you know, I, I I used to be in a group that had like the whole, the whole premise was tangibility and everything in there is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, is practical mm -hmm. and i still take those principles along with what i'm doing now mm -hmm. and my whole goal was to be able besides the figure of course to look at something and say i did all of that myself you oh, know okay. i wanted you yeah. know for that yeah. whole complete accomplishment part i posed yeah. this i did this and you know I'm, I'm just still trying to practice in certain areas because yeah. you know but that's where the inspiration comes like i'll go to like i said i'll go to nate's page and i'm like oh wow you know and I always ask somebody, eventually, I'll say, how long have you been doing this? Because it's it's a good uh, measurement of saying, okay, I'm here. Yeah. This person took this long to do it. You know, it, it takes time to develop those skills. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Yeah, it definitely takes devotion, time, commitment to get there. You know, and dials aren't the only thing that you're doing, right? You do, I've seen you do vehicles before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sweet. I'll show it off here. The Austin Furious, Aston oh, Furious. Yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin, I know mm -hmm. it's Aston. Sorry, that was a Aston. pain in the ass, bro. <laughs> that shit that's a pain thing. In that was a uh, Bratz so Bratz nice. car, wasn't it? Yeah, it's this yeah. white sports car that yeah, they yeah. have, and um, I wanted something that looked kind of like um, a James Bond. It was supposed mm -hmm. to be for Secret uh, Agent Gomez, mm -hmm. and so. I took that whole those things in the front. Um, if you go to the front, uh, the lights that they had in there, mm -hmm. I didn't like them. So those are actual like bulb lights. Oh, nice. Can, yeah. Yeah. And so I drilled all that stuff out, but yeah. I didn't know how to do any of it. I actually hit up, I think, one or two people. Mm -hmm. I think I hit up, uh, of course, the Beltran boys. I asked yeah. them a question. And then uh, I think I hit up another guy in the group. His name was Dez. Yeah because I didn't know how to paint a vehicle. Yeah. And I thought it'd take me a weekend and it took me about two months. <laughs> and, and what was funny was I I had a bunch of Bratz vehicles like in my eBay car. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Be way before they announced the the um, Casino Royale uh, Gomez, only because like me and, and Jay Hernandez, like even when I first, he did this whole video on 112 vehicles and I've been hooked ever since then. I was, I'm always on the look for uh, 112 scale vehicles and even like stuff like this where I can make it work. And then when I saw you post it, I was like, uh, I emptied out my cart. I was like, I sit, I sat on this idea too much. This is perfect. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> yeah. But that, wanna... I think that's what I admire about you. You're really methodical. And yes. like, when I think about 
you page, it's like one quote comes to mind and says, work hard in silence and let success make the noise. And I'm like, that always reminds oh, me wow. of you. Every time I see that, I'm like, wow, that's Paige thanks, right man. there. Yeah. Thank you, man. You want to know, know a little. Up to, but boom. When you bring it, I'm like, yes, I'm just like applauding your success. Bro, always, man. Like, I'm always trying to like, like, um, even because I'm on the boards a lot. And so sometimes I'm not really too active, but mm-hmm. I'm always trying to work on something like yeah. whether it be videos, whether it yeah. be this kind of stuff. But when you meet you, your story that you just said, you want to hear something funny is uh, I take a lot of pictures and I show like a little core group yeah. of people. Yeah. So they kind of know what I'm working on Yeah, because I've learned that not all the time yep. those things align, like you said, and I was just about to finish this. And somebody in the group posted a picture of it done. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no reason to even show yeah. that I did this. Um, and I, I felt like you did. And then yeah. my friend was like, no, his looks completely different. So I actually reached out to the guy. Yeah. And I showed him, I showed him the pictures and I said, hey, uh, I'm, at, I'm in the process of doing this too. I just want to let you know I'm not trying to like jump on yeah. what you're doing. I said, I'll wait like a week or two. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, man, post it. Most yeah. people are kind of like, they're not, you know, I guess cloud hungry or they don't really care. Yeah. So you never know, man. And oh, it's yeah. your take on it anyway. Right. And recently I've been getting like some messages where other people were like, hey, you inspired me to make my own arcade. This, And it's much harder than what I thought. I'm like, hey, kudos. You, you tried it. You attempted it. Like, keep at it. Like, hey, it's there's an abundance of individuals out there and there's more opportunity than scarcity out there. So by all means, I always I always uh, encourage those reaching out and and it's it's awesome that they like just it, it's it's a form of acknowledgement where I had two people recently where they they sent me the message like hey I just made this but it was your page or what you said that inspired me and I looked at some of your stuff you know and I hope you don't like take to offense I'm like hey by by no means like if it inspired you to, to do it at your own tackle it that's that's the way we learn so really quick question uh, so if that scenario comes up because you are you are well known for what you do. If somebody reaches out to you and they ask you, is that like a, it's always kind of like difficult it to is. figure out what's acceptable and what's not, especially yeah. with someone that who does it and then also does it to, um, as part of like work is like commission yeah. work. So right, I don't right. know. I'm always right. wondering about the etiquette with that. Yeah. I think there's a fine line because I've also had other conversations where it starts out like it could be a potential client and then they just end up getting all the information. They're like, all right, cool. I just wanted to know so I can tackle it myself. Then it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And okay. that sucks because it ruins it for anyone else that's more intrigued of, hey, I j- I'm looking to learn because I want to do it myself. If you start out with that, and I've had other people who are like, hey, I want to do it. You know, what what are some tips you can tell me? Because I want to make it myself. Um, right. I think just being completely transparent, at least with me from the get-go, that works best. Because yeah. then I know what the intentions are. You, you're either right. seeking to learn or you're seeking just to get whatever knowledge i've acquired and i'll give you my launch but i have been doing this for so long that it's it's a little hard for for it to transfer over just the dm you know right and i'm sure if you saw somebody selling it you'd be like ah that's not (laughs) (laughs) and it definitely is a bad taste in my mouth (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's one thing to copy it's another to say you know like you did Paige. you dm him you say hey you know i was i had a similar idea i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that two people can have an idea that right. is similar. You know, you see it a lot of the times in toy photography, but if you do that, you know, you send the guy a DM, you're like, Hey, I had a similar idea or even you inspired me. I did my own spin on it. I think there's a certain way to kind of go yeah. about that. 
Um, and if you're trying to make it for profit, that's one thing. But if you're mm -hmm. just trying to do it to share, that's another yeah. thing. Like, hey, I, I really like your work. I have my own take. You mind right. if I share it? I can even, you know, I do that sometimes with toy photography. Like, I love this shot. Mm -hmm. I'd love to kind of make my own version. Right. And then I either make sure to tag them or I'll say it in my comments, like, hey, I was inspired by this guy. This is not my original idea. I think it's just all about how you go about it. Yeah. How are yeah. you broadcasting it? Are you broadcasting it as your own thing? Or are yeah. you saying, like, I was inspired and this is my own spin? That yeah. Kind of yeah. I think it's an etiquette. I think it's uh, it's kind of like golf. You know how you're not, you're not supposed to make noise or walk around yeah. when somebody's yep. in their putt and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of community etiquette that yeah. is either known because like sometimes you have people that have been in the game for so long and maybe they don't explain it to younger right. guys but uh I've, I've had that happen I'll, I'll say it really quick so i did a i did a i did a mezco vapor shot and i just wanted him sitting in a chair and he had a crown on and yeah. i'm like i'll just throw some stuff in there and I'm, i was i was like this is a good shot it's awesome and you know because i don't do a lot of shots and so mm -hmm. i put it up great yeah, you know, because I, I don't do it a lot. And so yeah. I was actually, that was one of the things I was actually happy about. And I put it up and a friend of mine, oh, wow, you are prepared. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so I put this up. Uh, this is not planned. So I put this up and a friend of mine messaged me and said, hey, bro, uh, you know, uh, uh, this uh, Kadir, he did that shot already. I go, no. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, he did it. And I go, no way. And I was like, and for me, I, I, I have, that's the military part of me. I have a big uh, wall of defense when it comes to that. Yeah. I don't want anybody thinking that I'm taking their stuff, they're copying yeah. their stuff. And, and, and it goes the same way for me too. I, yeah. I, I think that with transparency, there's a little bit yep. of difference than somebody just actually taking it intentionally. Yep. And so I reached out to him. And I said, hey, man, I apologize. This is my shot. I did not know you did this shot. I said, um, I will take this down right now. And he was totally cool. He's like, no, I don't want you to take it down. He goes, I did that shot months ago. He goes, yours looks completely different. I, I can tell you're not trying to copy. And I said, are you sure? And then we had a conversation for like two hours awesome. about everything, yeah. etiquette, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. And so it opened up a door of communication yep. Like you said, just being transparent. But yeah. um, I, I don't think a lot of times people understand maybe the unwritten rules about about the hobbying, yeah. and just everything else. Oh, so no, I think, definitely. No, there's, I a totally... whole, there's a whole book. There's a whole book to it. I, I just, I guess I got to download it because I don't know. <laughs> no, but, and, you, and you do because, you know, you're doing some of the stuff. And a lot of it, like even when you guys in, in your show and the Hangouts, a lot of those themes it's it's talking about just etiquette and how you even go as being a collector or being patient with whatever brand you support or however you think your collection's worth you know and a lot of the similar topics that we all talk about is it goes everything from market prices to how you pay somebody how you communicate in a trade like there's so much to it there we can definitely make a whole rule book to it mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times it's those trials and errors where either you've gotten burned before with the transaction or a trade which sucks but then you know how to go forward and a lot of these newer collectors and i i was telling nate the other day i'm like 
that is what kind of trips me out that every single day there's going to be someone who's going to buy their first mesco and i see it some of the groups like yeah. you know I'm, I'm in the face group and the facebook group and it was funny that you messaged me you're like hey is this you it's stuff like that where there's going to be that one person that hey i just got my first mesco and to me i'm like what like i'm at, i've lost count how many mesco i have but that's right, awesome right. that he's into the community and and again like you reached out to me you're like hey i want to make sure this is you and it's not somebody else passing your stuff yeah. when i posted <laughs> that, that arcade. Yeah. i and I, I was like yes Paige is looking out for me and that's again oh, that's yeah. that etiquette stuff that's what i love about this yeah, community. Yeah. it's not the snitch it's just like you know no, you no. you'll see you'll see stuff and, yeah. and i i know how hard and how long you've worked at it and so yeah. you know it's just it's just eyes and like I said, it's not man, you're it's a like, quick. hey, man, you're a quick. well, dude, I, I am, I am a big proponent on that. I, I, I appreciate I, that. I honestly believe that if someone puts in work or something and yeah. they did it, then they deserve the credit for it. Yeah. And, and I understand that there's maybe uh, some misunderstandings or something like that that yeah. might happen between uh, groups of individuals or yeah. right. parties. But like, I, I yeah. think that uh, when stuff happens like that, and if it's really blatant, because we've all seen it, yeah, you do want to protect those like uh, veteran creators that you have. Yeah, because you're like, and, dude, that and, guy's and, been working on that. And that was cool, because yeah, that that collaboration with Grime City, man, we've been in the works for like almost a year, and just like yeah. collaborating again, going back and forth, ideas. He was shooting me templates. We were just, and we were both inspired by the vapor. So it was like us at the same time, we're like, we should do this. And we almost hit each other up at the same time. Like, let's collab on yeah. a, on an arcade. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like what Prime said, one of the things that's always drawn me to you, Paige, is the way that you conduct yourself. And you're always, you know, you take a neutral stance a lot of the times. You don't try to go one way or another. You address that there are haters out there. But hey, let's think about this in a logical way. Let's not just hate on the company. Let's think about maybe some of the things that make sense of why you might be experiencing this certain thing or why you might be frustrated with the delay. You know, I think etiquette, and we did an episode on this uh, about online etiquette, yeah. and it just kind of goes out the window because people become faceless. You know, like, yeah. hey, I'm dealing with a name, not a person. But mm -hmm. you have to rem remind yourself that these are real people that you're dealing with all the time. Like, no matter if it's in a chat, if you're in a live and you want to, you know, uh, throw up some shitty comment, or if you want to DM somebody, you know, don't DM Paige because your 89 Mezco Batman is delayed. <laughs> He's got nothing to do with it, you know? Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He knows a lot about Mezco, but it doesn't mean he is Mezco. And I think people just kind of get this idea that they are um, entitled for some reason or another. Um, so they're going to act a certain way, but you only get one reputation and it, it follows you everywhere. Um, yeah. So just, got to remind i mean not just you page but anybody listening you got to remember that you know your reputation is you only get one shot at that and how you conduct yourself is it you know it stays with you and people you know will hear like oh well he treated page like crap i don't want to deal with him or yeah. whatever the case may be you know whatever the specific situation so that's just one thing i've always liked about what you do page in the hangouts specifically is just you take that neutral stance and you try to really approach it from a logical standpoint yeah and not getting the emotions involved uh, because that can get lost as far yeah. as what you're really trying to say yeah it's the balance the the uh the admin thing out <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i'm the bad guy with that and yeah. then you know you got the other thing no but uh, yeah um uh i mean if i can go back just a little bit mm -hmm. with that so i i used to be that person 
but in a very small amount. I, okay. yeah. uh, when I first started collecting, I, I didn't understand because you don't understand everything. Right. You, you know, you're new to collecting, like you said, like you said, Prime. You're you're a new collector. You're getting first Mezco, and you're like, dude, what the hell? I can go to Walmart and buy a figure right now. Why is this one taking a year? And so I was that person, and this was around the time when, um, when Mezco had Pierre, and then that uh -huh. kind of went away, mm -hmm. and then there was nobody uh, really as a communication outlet for them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and people were getting very pissed off. And so uh, what I did was, is I said, you know what, I have an opportunity to go to Toy Fair. I'm going to try to talk to somebody and I'll gather all these questions that everybody has and I'll try to ask them directly and then I'll go back. Yeah. And that was my opportunity uh, to build upon this relationship. And, I, and I've been doing it for years. I've been, yeah. I, I, you know, if you go back, you could probably see a couple of posts here and there. Mm -hmm. But um, I've been doing this for a long time and building that relationship with them. So year after year, I have a certain amount of trust. And so that affords mm -hmm. me to be able to talk to them mm -hmm. and and probably get information that they wouldn't really give out right. normally. Right. And then yeah. it's a good door because what happens is, is um, uh, this is not a flex. So like today, I was talking to Mez today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in, there, they, there aren't these like big business meeting conversations mm -hmm. it's just a casual hi hey how you doing or something like yeah. that but through that discussion sometimes um i have an opportunity to ask them a question about something something that right. i know that's in the community and right. then also i don't know if a lot of people know this but there's times that i have a conversation with him on the phone mm -hmm. and he asks what the gauge or the temperature of the community is he'll say what's going on yeah you know well, what are they happy with what are they not happy with yeah. yeah, you know, and so that door, like I said, it swings both ways. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that um, they get this information from not only me, but mm -hmm. probably from freelancers that work with them or the community or the message boards. And in order for them to be able to get discernible information to make important and improvements on their product they have to be able to look at all that stuff and be able to go through it so in the group that's why i, I try to filter some of that stuff out right you know you can't you can't find a diamond through a bunch of bullshit. you right. need to look at it and go there's the diamond and you, that's why the logical approach is there yeah no that's awesome that's wow yeah it's i mean it's cool that you have that relationship with Mezco and it was so awesome that you had Mez on uh, your show. Um, mm -hmm. I think that was probably yeah, was fun. at least a year or so uh, ago yeah. by now. Uh, but man, that was just so informative, I think, from a fan standpoint and just yeah. getting to put a face to the name that you hear so much about. And this right. is the real Mez, you know, and you could tell that you guys kind of had a relationship and you were asking some great questions and I think stuff like that um, is just really great from a fan's perspective. So it's cool that you could provide that. Yep. You know, when I see that you're reporting Mezco content and I see you have the Mezco updates and you have your YouTube channel, uh, which you're doing breakdowns and figure reviews, like I'm like, this is this is the kind of guy they need to hire for their socials. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because I feel like even though I, I love Mezco and I think they try to communicate, I think sometimes they could have maybe even a bigger social media presence than what they do now, at least being a little bit more interactive with fans, just answering yeah. questions or trying to be that voice of reason so that people just don't 
assume things and then go and post that somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And we had talked about this before. I'm like, Mesco needs to hire this man uh, because I wish <laughs> that'd be take, cool. Yeah. I mean, you, you have the relationship, you take that neutral approach. Like you said, you've been building this relationship for years and years. Yeah. I know that your YouTube was back in 2018. I don't know if it was before then, but I know you were posting stuff from New York toy fair and, um, Oh yeah, those uh, are some crappy videos. <laughs> and, well, you know, it's, we all start somewhere, though, right? Yeah. And you, you can do. tell yeah, yeah, yeah. you're hanging out of the booth. You're probably talking to some of the guys down there, just getting the the info. But that kind of stuff is is rare to see people that have that kind of insider information. So I think that's why you have become such a uh, pivotal resource for Mezco fans, at least in the toy community, because they know mm -hmm. that you uh, you just have the knowledge. You know, if you want to know something about Mezco, you go to Paige, because that guy knows who he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, and, and the yeah. tricky part thing, like sometimes where I find myself on the fence is like, either a Mesco doesn't think they're as big as they are because the fandom is there. Like you see some, there there was there is a lot of hardcore Mesco fanatics. Like they'll buy everything yeah. Mesco drops, and so the support I feel from a, from a collector is definitely there. The support is there. Or my other take on it is that they don't want to be like a Hasbro, they want to be exclusive, they want to be limited. But that's really hard when you when you are providing great figures. Right now, there's so many companies that are providing all sorts of different, it's like a buffet for the collectors. Yeah. And the, one, yeah. there's a there's a, a very large, not I wouldn't even say a small portion, but there's a very large amount of collectors that love and eat up Mesco. Now, yeah. for a collector like myself, I've, I've been doing this for collecting for a very long time where we go through phases and one minute I'm like, I'm out. I'm out of everything. I don't, I'm not going to collect anything. I'm going to start selling everything. My patience is very, very thin with a company that will burn me once or twice. No yeah. matter how much I like them, I'll be like, that's it. I'm out. And I start to see that more and more where more people are like, I'm out the Mexico game. But every day that there's a collector stepping out, there's a brand new one stepping back in and then they fall in love with mezcal so you know it's a it's a big cycle and i, I only see that cycle getting larger and larger so a lot of times i i ask myself does mezcal not see themselves as being a big boy in the in this toy community because they definitely are and if they were to have like a bigger social media presence like where they're constantly checking the pulse with the collectors or having more more dialogue it doesn't even matter if you're if everything's delayed just right. more dialogue with the community i think the fandom would only increase and i don't know it's, it's just to me that's just I don't know where where they at where they are with that but from a right. fan standpoint i'm like man you guys are killing it you guys are doing phenomenal stuff there's pros and cons to everything regardless mm -hmm. of pass bro mess like you put in the company there's gonna be pros and cons but overall the majority of us we're super I'm like i'm happy with all of my mesco purchases regardless of the experience with the site and all that stuff the stuff i can't get i'm like i'm super happy like i'm happy yeah. as a collector and it just sucks the delays Eh, that's out of my control. I can't. I can't do nothing about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. Uh, I think. To be honest with you, maybe having a foot in both sides of yeah. it. I, I, yeah. I think. I think they. I think they are comfortable with where they're at. Yeah. I think that they're happy, and uh, I, I think they put just enough out. It's yeah. he. He and I joked about this before. It's. It is the Willy Wonka. Thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yes. And he and he does. He he's a great guy, man. I it's hard for me sometimes to look at some of the comments because I like I said, there's a step in both yeah, areas. Yeah. 
And I, I've had conversations with him, and I'm like, man, this guy is getting the raw end of the deal. People don't understand some of the stuff he's doing. Yeah. And, um, but then I also understand the fan part of it too, and that's where the transparency and the communication part will right. probably work. But mm-hmm. I think they're, I think, and this is only my personal opinion. Yeah. I think that they they embrace that to a certain extent. They know that they have a good product. They know that people are going to yep. buy it. Yep. And if there's people that aren't going to support it or aren't going to buy it and want to find uh, another avenue that can fulfill their collecting needs, I think mm-hmm. that they're okay with that Yep. because they do. And and I'll be honest with you, uh, those people that you see that leave, they, they, they come back in some form or fashion. You've yeah. seen it. They'll come back yeah. for a release or two, and yep. and maybe that's what they need. Maybe they don't need to be fully invested. Um, right. And as far I, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you for working with them. I would love to do it, yeah. it but um, uh, I don't I don't know if that's something that they would consider. But the thing is, is I think whoever, if they did choose somebody to do that, they would have to have some very tough skin, very yeah. Yeah. very yeah. thick skin. I'm right. very thick skin, but I can imagine. I'm only dealing with a certain number yeah. of people within a group, and then I, I think that there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a, I don't know how to say this maybe a protective bubble with that with being an admin because mm-hmm. somebody might oh he's gonna kick me out or something yeah, yeah. Like, no dude I don't yeah. I don't I don't have time for a lot of that stuff you you yeah. break the rules that's when you get booted out yeah. and so but right. I think people there's a little bit of kid gloves there yeah but I. I but it's been a great learning experience for me because I can handle certain things yeah. and I have very thick skin and, and uh, I know the line and I know a lot of stuff about people to a, be able to have those kinds of conversations yeah. with you. If you make if that makes yeah, sense. That makes yeah. sense. And I really love like when they do interact, like it's so funny because you have to really like understand like the whole history behind Mesco. And when they, like when they took over, the Pinskos took over the page. Like I love that. That was so much fun because yeah. you're you're seeing the interaction, right? And so many people were getting upset. And I'm like, you guys are missing the whole point. The fact that yeah. something is coming. Instead, yeah. you guys are whining and complaining and throwing a fit because the page looks all goofy. Like, what other brand is gonna mess with their own site? What other brand is gonna have a, one of the characters say, like to me, I was sitting back and enjoying the show. That's what you should do. Just enjoy the show and just yeah. be ready. Have mm-hmm. all your stuff, have your ducks in a row and be ready for when it drops, be ready. Because the last thing I like to see is all these collectors crying that they missed out or how dare Mesco. It's like at the end of the day, Mesco does not have to tailor to your needs. He's doing the show. You either buy a ticket to the show or you don't. And if you've been a Mesco collector long enough, you know that there's there's like theatrics to it. There's like the Pink Skulls taking over or there's yeah. like a trivia. And I love that stuff. Like to me... I love that stuff. That's that's the type of interaction I love. It's the just going in the shadows and not knowing what's going on with this one product I have, or all these pre-orders that are just looming over me, and I'm like, I'm eager to get that product. And I get it. Mm. There's delays across the board, but that's to me that that's what sucks is when they do give us like a show where they do try to interact with us. A lot of mezco collectors give them a hard time where they're just like yeah. complaining and I'm like, ah, oh, this is why he doesn't interact with us. It's like Willy Wonka. It's like, this is why he's going to go back into the chocolate factory and we get to deal with the Oompa Loompas. It's yeah. funny that you say that because, yeah. you know, like you we're talking about here, I wish, you know, we say things to Paige like, oh, you know, if they're a little bit more social, here's their attempt at being more social. Right. Let's flood the page with PSCC yeah, content that's all we've been wanting. really just make a big wow. deal out of it because 
you know, what, what's one of the biggest releases out of Mezco from Remembrance Society? Pink Skulls yeah. Chaos Club. It's one yeah. thing that we all want. You know, I missed yeah. out on the original release. So this yeah. is them doing that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. going real crazy with it, going, yeah. you know, taking it to their, their website. And the same people that are like, man, I wish they were more social. Now they're like, oh man, they're going too far. Like I'm, I'm having to refresh the website too much, and right. I'm wasting my whole day to see if they're going to drop something. And at the end of the day, they drop a release. It's up for mm-hmm. at least two or three hours. I can't remember mm-hmm. how long it lasted, but it's up long two and enough to. Yeah. Okay. That was long enough. Two and a half hours. It's just fifteen minutes. It's one of the biggest releases they've had in a long time. The set's mm-hmm. freaking amazing. Yeah. And, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, you got the release yeah. that you wanted. They, I think they handled it well enough to where they gave everybody ample opportunity. This is kind of their warning. For me, it was like warning. Something big mm-hmm. is coming. Right. Stay locked on our page. Otherwise, you're going to miss it. So it's yeah. like you can't please everyone. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you can't have your yeah. cake need it too. Um, yeah, but you... I th- you know, yeah, I, I think that's maybe their attempt at doing that. What, what do you think, Paige? You think that's kind of their way of trying to get more social or trying to get more engaged? Or I, I, think, I, I think they, I, and this is an unbiased opinion, I really think they try to uh, accommodate the customer base because that's that's important. You have to have right. customers generate right. revenue and have everything go. And I, I like personally what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes it doesn't work the mm-hmm. way some people might think. But like the Nosferatu, you know how that went up at twelve o'clock. Yeah. For me personally, those are creating creating moments and events. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have you can have something from another company and they just drop a pre order. You possibly know when it's coming, but it's just that there's no event to it. There's no there's no style to it. You yeah. know, it's it's a standard pre order. With this, yeah. you have a moment and you can say, "Oh, I remember, I waited." Yeah one o'clock in the morning because it's supposed to drop at 12 and I did this. And then like you said, also with the pink skulls, I mean, people have been building anticipation for this set release. And so with that, you have to have some kind of like showmanship with it. And so why would you just go, Hey guys, it's on the website. Why not build up to it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people were sitting there saying that, Oh, they're, they've kind of played this out. They've done it over two or three days, but then you'll have, different individuals saying i didn't get any warning uh i didn't know it was up Uh, there's not enough time yeah so you're doing this in a showmanship kind of way where you're trying to appease the masses but you're not trying to do it uh obvious and so and then there's still a problem most people i'm like you can leave the water the horse to the water but you can't make them drink it yeah i feel that way with with certain things like uh, the one thing with me um, and I don't know how it's perceived in the groups or how it's even perceived in videos, but the thing with me is, is that I really try to take that neutral stance. I'm glad that you see it, but yep. I really try to rip out the bias part of it and just say, here's the information. Yeah. Somebody will say, I don't understand the license versus the IP stuff. Okay, well, yeah. here's all the information. Yeah. This is the reason why like, they do something. Yeah. And then people will come up with their own assessment of it, but it's, it's almost like you can give them everything. Like I, mm-hmm. I had a two or three day uh, post about people was like, I don't understand why uh, this stuff is not getting shipped. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, there's an energy, um, there's an energy restriction over on the factories. There's also uh, the Shanghai factories. They were closed for a month. Yeah. 
the people that were there were minimally manned. And then you got to worry about medical stuff, food right. stuff. You got all right. these families. And then you got them trying to push it over to uh, the, you know, the cargo onto the uh-huh. ships to get over. There's a backup, you know, yep. of like whatever, 60,000 yeah. 60, plus whatever ships and cargo crates out there waiting, right? Yeah. But you can explain all of this stuff and that, yeah. and to go off on a little tangent. Yeah, so. Yeah. This whole thing that I've been doing with the Hangout is trying to go through a whole process so people have a better understanding of the whole thing in complete. Like I did a episode with uh, CTG, the collector. He was, at the time, he worked with FedEx. Because we're always talking about, why does FedEx yeah. leave my package over there? Why yeah. do they just... So that yeah. was to give you a, that was a awesome. kind of... Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's to kind of give people an idea. So you get now you get the viewpoint of somebody from there and then with mez now you get the company yeah. owner and then you get artists like i had darius on and that's from a creator standpoint you're right. trying to get an understanding of all these different facets i talked to mario he's one of the guys who organizes the transfer of the crates from off the sh- off the yard to trucks to have them go to the distribution or the factory that or mm-hmm. the places they're supposed to go. So you're understanding this whole process yeah. instead of complaining about it. And but you can give people all that information and somebody will just say, I don't understand where's my toy. It, it's so, like that. It's and not to simplify it, but it always reminds me of that scene in clerks where the guy buys the coffee hot and he's like, What, what am I supposed to do? Drink this hot? And it's like it's hot coffee. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Or the, the woman suing because the coffee was too hot. Yeah. yeah. It's what you expect. You know, it's like the people that say, oh, I'm going to sue Mezco because I didn't get it, you know, uh, my, my pre-order. I, th- I just think that's so silly. Yeah. You, always, you always hear all these crazy stories because the it's like, oh, where's my where's my items? Where's my figures? And then the figures hit. Oh, everything's hitting. I can't, like, Mezco's hitting my whole yeah. And, and a like, lot of that is. Come on. Like, have you have you tried to email Mezco? A lot of the times, they won't even say that they have. You know, they're just yeah. taking it to like some public forum and they're screaming at Paige and his live or something like, "Hey, they delayed my pre-order." You know, yeah. but have you actually tried to email Mezco? Because I guarantee, if you try to explain the situation, you say, "Hey, this figure's been delayed two years. I can't afford it anymore. Can you refund me the NRD?" I'm not saying they're going to do that all the yeah. time, but think mm-hmm. in one-off cases they'll probably be willing to cancel it and give you your NRD back. Like, I don't but see let's them. Say, let's say the figure does come through. Like, right now, the Wolverine's about to hit and Ghost Rider. Now people are complaining, oh, they're going to hit us with these two really expensive figures. Hey, you signed up for it. Yeah, would you rather you be delivered again? Like, I don't get it. You were mad because it's delayed. Yeah. Now it's being and delivered. And now you're still mad. So Yeah, you're, yeah. you're pissed when it's you're delayed, just, and now you're, you're pissed that you have mad. to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 catch, I catch heat sometimes because, like, and I've done this the whole time that you know like i said there's certain things that they'll tell me that i yeah. can say and yeah. then there's certain things that they say nope that's off topic you can't talk yeah. but there's times when they say yeah you could do that but just kind of tease it yeah and so in videos and in uh even in thumbnails yeah I, I i've been telling people for the last two or three weeks be careful what you wish for yeah. be prepared and it's all leading up to like you know like with the pink skulls that's a huge set now you have wolverine that's 155 and it's always it's it's funny to hear people say that they want the figures and that they're not putting out enough product but then when the devil comes due they're like oh i can't do it it's like and people who complain about the release dates i mentioned that tonight on the hangout tonight i was like Mm -hmm. 
you could be better prepared for this stuff. A lot of people right. think you're trying to scold them or you're trying to be like some kind of like dad or teacher. It's like, no, I'm trying to give you some advice to help make this uh, this whole collecting thing easier because that's what we all want. We just want to have a good experience. And so I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just trying to give you some advice. Save 10 bucks. You know, if for the two years that this that this Batman thing has been going on, you've already paid probably yeah. for it twice. Yeah. You know, just putting $10 aside. Yep. Yep. And so, like, when these drops start coming, that way you're prepared for it. Yep. Because now, I don't know if you saw in the groups, it, it affects other things, too. Like, you have these third-party collectors. I mean, these uh, the group sellers. Mm-hmm. And they have people backing out of their pre-orders yeah. that they had. That sucks. Yep. And That's really then, for small business. Yep. Yeah. It is. And so, and they do, they do the groups a good a service. I know yes. they've had to kind of get put in a position where they have to charge an NRD, you know, a smaller amount. But right. still, they're offering, I don't know if some of them are doing it, but like still, but free shipping. Right, you're yeah. getting the stuff. Right. I mean, and it's an alternative to getting some of these figures that are already sold out or waitlisted that you might not even right. have an opportunity to get. Yeah. So you got to take care of some of those guys. And I yeah. saw that post today and I was like, oh, yep. man, it really yeah. stinks. But people need to kind of be more conscientious of what you're collecting, not getting right. wrapped yes. up in overspending, but then also being prepared for this stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think it goes back to remembering that there are people behind these accounts like yeah. you know of one that always comes to my mind is one stop toy shop you know i mean mm-hmm. it's discord that guy's you know people like him are putting up their own money to buy these large orders of mezcos mm-hmm. because you're committing to buying it from them yeah. so when you back out on that deal now you're sticking with him with extra figures that he wasn't planning on keeping so he's either going to have to offload it at a cheaper price or hold on to it and lose some yeah. money I mean, it's like a snowball effect. So you not committing to that pre-order, I can see why companies want to start switching to an NRD method because now they're stuck with all this extra stock. So if you're out there and you're thinking about canceling that pre-order for somebody, first of all, you know, if you were going to cancel it, you probably shouldn't have pre-ordered in the first place. And second of all, you're going to put that guy in a harder situation. Yeah, big companies like BBTS, maybe you don't think of it that way, but they've also started charging NRDs. Mm-hmm. So I just don't mm-hmm. think people play it through. Like if that was you, just think about like on an eBay sell. You sell something on eBay, then somebody backs out of it. You got to do the whole mm-hmm. process over. It's yeah. a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Um, I just don't think people take those extra steps when they're thinking about it. They're just thinking about themselves. Um, you know, and we could we could pick Paige's brain all night about, you know, this and <laughs> no, that, yeah. plays, license versus IP. And the we haven't even place. gone to like packaging. Like, yeah, I have, I have like three of these under the tree, and my wife thought I bought her expensive gifts. And I was like, no, those are all my mask. She's, like, she's like, uh, she's like, are those my red bottoms you promised me? <laughs> she's like, oh, are, are those my Louis Vuittons? And I was like, yeah, uh, mm, that's actually Gomez mm, in there. Yeah. She's like, yeah. oh, that boat came out really nice. Good job. Bait and switch. Like, no, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not for you, honey. I'm sorry. I had that in the the Eddie bike box underneath the tree. Yeah, I I really hope that they maybe do that every year, maybe something Christmassy. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. Yeah, 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 got me in trouble after, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, it was. (laughs) What's she gonna do? Make you get on the couch and you can play with it on the couch? (laughs) No, she was like, you're gonna sell them, and I was like, ah, what? No, my 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 doubles. My my girlfriend asked me that one time before. Like I I I finally was able to save up enough money to buy a a black and white 
Dark Knight this yeah. years ago. Yeah. And I had it. And then I showed her, I was like, look, I finally got it. She's like, oh, how much is that worth? Then I yeah. showed her eBay listing. She's like, uh, when are you going to sell that? I'm like, yeah. no, it's not <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. It's good to know. That's one thing I do love about Mezco's is most of the time, not always, yeah. but they hold their the most, value yeah. very well. It's a good investment usually. I'm either going to get yeah. what I paid or more. At mm-hmm. least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Like I said, we could pick your brain all day, but not only do you do the hangout, you also have a YouTube where you put a lot of information out there. Um, so if you guys haven't followed uh, the toy page on YouTube, please go subscribe to him because he's got some really great content. Oh, he does, you. Uh, you do the Grub Report where you kind of mm-hmm. do like a breakdown of drops, sort of yeah. your experiences, prices, where can you get it, fun facts like the, uh, the Dr. Doom uh mezco collab with four horsemen like that stuff that people might not know about which you can get in the grub report that uh page produces you do the breakdown which is basically your way of doing kind of like a figure review right where you're kind of breaking down a figure what it comes with it's very thorough very detailed you're showing the box you're kind of showing how everything's in the box um and then you do um your um your hangouts which you're putting on there as well uh, but you're putting out like a lot of content. So is that just out of passion or is it just like, hey, this is a place that I want to have this central resource for Mezco information in case I'm asked these questions? I mean, how did that kind of start for you? Uh, yeah, initially, like I said, it was to kind of bridge that gap. You know, there was so much there was information that I was getting and I was putting it in the group, but people mm-hmm. don't read. And so I was like, well, maybe a video. <laughs> Wait, well, you what? know how it is. No, and you've what? seen my post there. Yeah. Yeah. Those posts are created not to kill you with words, but it's more of like reducing the amount of comments that might come after it. Yep. You know, yeah. like oh, oh, I, I don't understand. I'm always going on there, and I'm like, yes, okay, cool. Yeah, but yeah. even I, I recognize, like I said, people. It's it's a different day and age. Yeah. People will want more of a different format to be able yeah. to understand it or digest it. And so I was like, I have to start doing videos, and. But the thing is, is I'm I'm way too, I guess, involved and meticulous, and so, yeah. so some of these videos they take longer than others, and but there but there is a lot that's put into it, and the reason why I do it is because I I want to make sure that people have all the information, and like you said with the breakdown, like I, it's no disrespect to reviewers and influencers. I was brought up on influencers and reviewers. I enjoy their content still. And but a lot of times I, I I I got into this thing where I was watching and I would watch a reviewer and there was ten things negative said negatively mm-hmm. said about the product and there was two things and then yeah. somebody would say I, I like this figure and I can't discern from that I yeah. I, I, I go by it's a weight thing yeah mm-hmm. and if I just hear you talking negative about it and so I said well what's a way that I can talk about something and then just have the person watching it make their own assessment about it. That's right. that was the whole format and premise of that. And that's like, I'll just show you everything. Yeah, it's not innovative. People have done it. And to be honest with you, the idea I got was when I watched uh, one of these, I don't know if it was a Gundam video or something, but yeah. the guy never said anything. He just showed the figure. And I was like, I like to talk too much. So I can't do that. But I'll just <laughs> talk over showing the figure and I just, you know, and uh, I'm in a position where sometimes they'll so like like tonight, I posted about the about the LP, the pink skull thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. He he had mentioned that 
you're not going to get locked into the record if you don't have a record player. They'll probably give you a code uh, that you're going to be able to listen to it digitally. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, and so that's not on the side or anything. So that's stuff that I was like, ah, I want to be able to tell people that stuff. So every once in a while when a release comes, like I've had a, an opportunity to be able to get uh, advanced stuff. And so all that time is put into trying to just showcase whatever the figure is. And like I said, allowing whoever's watching it make their own assessment if they think if it fits within their collecting. Habits. Yeah. I love the way you do it. It's very calming. You know, it's one of those things that I kind of put mm-hmm. on while I'm working and watch it because it kind of calms me down. Like you have this silky smooth delivery and how you're talking and kind of what you're talking about and your transitions and how you're showing off the figure. And you really provide a unique perspective. So I appreciate the work that you put into it. I know we're kind of our own worst critics sometimes. Like, is it too long? Am I talking too much? But I think you're, it's, it's, it's you. And that's what people are going there for. Like, I want Paige's perspective. I want Paige's information. I like the way that he, you know, focuses on certain things. So I think just keep doing what you're doing, man, because I think you're doing something right. You're drawing a lot of people, not only to you, but to like for the hangouts and all of mm-hmm. that. And that kind of transitions is what you do with Mezco on your page. You know, I, I know you're doing the Mez weekly for a while and then you started the hangouts. Was that kind of the progression of the Mez weekly? Or are you still going to revisit that at some point? Um, so the weeklies though, a lot of times that was just, I've gotten better with video editing and this is all, a lot of this stuff is all self-taught. I'm gonna, yeah. I need to get with you after this or tomorrow <laughs> because I've been stuck on IG live. And I need to get on, you know, I need to get StreamYard so I can get on YouTube so I can maybe have a better avenue. Most people don't want to watch IG, but like when I first started, it was very basic. It was doing Instagram and then YouTube videos were just a weekly. And then it didn't seem like that was really, you I was telling people stuff that they already knew, Mm -hmm. you know, they, and most people, maybe they have a job and they were coming in. But most collectors, hardcore collectors are like, dude, I already know this stuff. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I have to become faster and then also cover stuff real time. And so the Grub okay. Report was just something to be able to put content out, but also be able to share my thoughts about what I, you know, what I saw and then put some of that, sprinkle some of that other information in there. And then, um, if, so the weekly, to be honest with you, that kind of got pushed out because yeah. sometimes there wasn't content or anything yeah but i think the grub report stuff is a little bit it fits me a little bit more i'm still going through all this process and just like you guys are it's hey, you coming up with of, content every week is a challenge trust us you're preaching to acquire <laughs> yeah yeah trying to think about and, things to talk about and make it interesting you know can be oh tough. yeah and yeah. relevant right and relevant. yeah exactly i i idea wise i'd never have a problem like because there's a lot in there but it's yeah. just the it's trying to put out what you have in there and make sure it's quality but like you said it, it's i'm not i'm not trying to broadcast to the world i'm i'm only concerned with the people uh, that are watching the content because though i can't i can't there's nothing i'm going to be able to say to other people that's going to resonate and say okay these are the reasons x y and z mm-hmm. why this is happening and they're not going to take it from me even no, consider it but so i'm not I'll- I'll I'll go against that and I'll say every collector needs to hear that though. Like that that's what I love about like not only from everything from the name of your shows, the grub report, the breakdown, the hangout. It reminds me of my childhood. I'm like, man, those are some of the shows that I don't know, I, I must have watched or I should have watched. 
But then the way you break it down, it's always neutral. And it's just like, hey, I'm presenting you guys with all the information I was able to collect. You guys decide. And then let's have a conversation about it. It's never like, this is good. This is bad. Or avoid this. That's what I love. Like, I, I always would catch you and Jason on and just play you guys in the background while I'm working this in the workshop or at work. And I'm just mm -hmm. listening to you guys in my in my headphones. And I'm like, just listening to two collectors just talking about what they love. And it, there was no, like, everything was happy-go-lucky and everything. It was just very neutral. And then ultimately, I was like, oh, yeah, I agree with Jason. Or, you know, I agree with Paige. Or, or I'd be like, I don't agree with Paige, but I get what he's saying. Yeah. That's, like, I think from a collector's standpoint, like, eventually we all need to make that phase where you're just, you want to look for the information and then make the decision yourself. And then hopefully it's that decision that you want and not really following the hype or giving into because of FOMO. That's, yeah. I mean, that, every time I check you out when you're on, on IG Live, I'm like, oh, let's see what Paige has to say. Because your opinion does matter. It's like not necessarily gonna make me buy a figure or not, but I'm like, let, let me let me listen to Paige's take on what's going on because he obviously knows something that I don't, so I'm interested in it and I want to listen. That's why I think every collector should tune in and subscribe and check out because there's gonna be information that you need to know to make a to kind of put your own perspective and your bias in check. That's why everyone should listen. Yeah, and I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys. Uh plugging that and recognizing that and I I understand what you're saying and I one of the things with it that we try mm -hmm. to like or been trying to do with like the neutral part is even because yeah. I I know I'm very it might surface wise seem like I'm very pro Mexico and so I've really, really? tried to make time no yeah, I know right <laughs> so I've really tried to make a conscious effort even in groups and stuff like that to kind of jump to the other side every once in a while so there's balance because I don't yeah. I don't it I, not to sound like cliche I think it makes you sound unrelatable if you're just like yeah you don't like it don't pay for it they're doing yeah. what they have and this is yeah. the reason why you right, need to right. accept it that's yeah, not yeah. what I'm trying to say like I said it's always yeah. trying to be down the middle but yeah. also jump on the other side, like even yeah. tonight we're talking about communication. Yep. Yeah, being more transparent and probably yeah. having more communication or interaction with the fan that will probably help some of the things or even even kind of like ease the minds of some collectors with certain aspects. So I, I just think that there's a way that you can approach the topics from both sides yep. and then have a productive conversation where somebody could pick out information like, Somebody might be able to watch this or something else yeah. and go, you know what? Like you said, I don't agree with him, but yeah. I can kind of see what yes. he's saying. Maybe yep. this is a process improvement that we can yep. look into to try to figure out how to make it better. Yep. As opposed to, you guys suck. I hate this line. I'm quitting this line. You're yeah. not getting anything out of that. Yeah. You're getting you're you're not getting anything anything to help the improvement of the yeah. product. I, I enjoy your, the hangouts. I, I'm I'm ready to type stuff and then I hear your thoughts and I'm like, ah, oh, never mind. Forget it. He He's right. I, yeah. I'll just, I'll agree to no. disagree. <laughs> I always I, feel like I, I'm so I, active I in those. Like I'm just yeah. typing away like comment, comment, yeah, comment. No, I, saw that <laughs> I, I hope people would, I don't, like I said, I would, I don't want hate, no, but no, I want to yeah. have conversations with people. So Engagement. yeah. Yes. And if people yeah. have something like, Hey, uh, if somebody said, you know what? No, uh, Trevor, the other night, yeah. he made some great points. And it wasn't to start an argument. It's just to open dialogue up and say, well, this is the reason why I feel this way. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And one of the things we, I think we talked about, trying to get really quick. So one of the things we tried to talk about was it was the are we there yet 
syndrome because everybody's talking about, of course, the figure that shall not be named. Yeah. And when is it coming out? Yeah. And I and I said they said that communication would probably be key, which we probably would. And I said, but what if you're doing that over two years? So you're saying because month one through six they say, hey, we have a problem. Uh, it's not going to be on time. Okay. Yeah. Eight months, you'd say it again. 12 yeah. months, you say it again, 14, 16. Now you're getting into this and yeah. then, and people will say, well, that's all we want. We want communication. And I go, no, that's not what you want. You want the product. Yeah. So you need to move that other part out and look at what the end problem is. And the problem mm-hmm. is, is there's something that's preventing them from putting the figure out. And so that's the part of it. It's yeah. not communication. Communication with that figure, with that figure. I'll make yeah, that yeah. clear. Mm. With that figure. Yeah. But so it's like it means it is. It's like kids in a car. You're going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? No. <laughs> and you saying, Are we there yet? I understand what you're saying. You want to get there. I'm gonna say saying are you there yet? Oh yeah, are we there yet? Is not gonna make the car go faster. It's not gonna get us there. So right. you, there's certain things that you just kind of have to kind of understand. I think that's so. really hard for a lot of people to see both sides of the aisle like that. Um, it sounds logical to me and, you know, something that I try to do as well, but there's a lot of people out there that only see one side and they only want to hear one side of the argument, either to reinforce what they think or to pour more fuel on the fire that Mexico's stealing our money and all this stuff. But just, you know, I think that's one thing that I always appreciated about your hangouts. And even, you know, when you do grub reports and all that stuff, you're trying to see both sides of the aisle. Like, okay, there's, there's a reason for the delays. Mezco at the end of the day is a business. They want to be profitable. They want to be successful. They're yeah. going to give us our figures. It's not like they're just not going to give us our figures and just sit on like, ha ha, I got your money. I'm not going to yeah, give yeah. you a figure now. Like yeah. their whole yeah. plan is to get figures out as fast as possible. I'm sure they're trying to do that, but it's not an apples. You know, I hear people say, well, NECA is pumping out figures or Hasbro is pumping out figures. It's not apples to apples comparisons. They all have different ways that they produce figures and Mezco relies a lot on, you know, this other producer. I don't, I don't know. I'm not even going to try yeah. to uh, assume that I know what's going on. But no, because yeah. I think they just called us toddlers and, and booster seats. So I'm just going to sit. No, no, and enjoy no, my no, drink. no. No, I'm just playing, Paige. I'm going to enjoy my drink. Because, man, that analogy blew my brain. I was like, are we there? I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I am it that kid in the backseat. I'm not going to go there yet. I just want to get to the amusement like park, it. Dad. Drive faster. Come on. Get around yeah. this RV. Let's go. <laughs> but you know what's funny about it is, is man, like, and I, I mentioned this on, on Hangouts before. It What I don't completely understand about it is that there'll be all this uproar about a figure. You know, I, yeah. you can name figures before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, gosh, uh, what was that one? Uh, anyway. Yeah. So you, people, MDX Blade, everybody, yep. there was only two of those figures ever supposedly made. And everybody wanted that figure. And they waited, uh, gosh, almost probably almost a year. And then they offered it. Everybody's like, oh, yes, 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 we can finally get it. And that figure lasted two weeks, you know, as far as activity in the groups and yeah. stuff like that. And I can't tell you the last time I've seen an MDX Blade picture. Nope. Yeah. But everybody wanted that figure, yeah. and everybody's so focused on that, and yeah. so uh, it's just like you said. It's 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 I want I want I want yeah, I yeah. want I want, and it's like right. nobody is patient. It's like, I, it's like told, those those, uh, those Hydra figures in that from one of those Comic Cons. Everybody wanted those Hydra figures that, and they were all <laughs> customs. And I'm like, yeah, Eric, well, we know collectors were like, where are the Hydra figures? Um, yeah, we'll see. And you do you do you really want to? 
have them. Do, we saw that do you with Black Do you, do you really want to army, army build, build, build that stuff? Yeah, like, army. no, you don't. Yeah, be I'm careful scared what when you they do for. a Cobra Trooper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's seventy-five. <laughs> at least seventy-five dollars a pop. You're looking at. Do you really want to army build that or not? Yeah, you know, it's like. But then, like, you get good deals, like the Golden Ninjas. If you had the decoder ring. Right, mm -hmm. was it whatever you know? And you bought three, get one. Like those, like we don't, we don't remember about those type of deals where I was like, you buy three, and you get the fourth one for free. Yeah, you get black skulls. They gave, they give yeah. it. Yeah, you know that was yeah. that was a free thing. And so yeah, I got four for that very reason. Because I'm like, mine as well. Here. I mean, you're getting seventy five dollars yeah. for free. Here. Time to sell them and send my kids to college. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> that's what they're yeah, that's your retirement fund. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. yeah. So I have to ask, do you have a complete collection? page of mezco uh yes oh, i All figured you wow, did nice. and you're awesome. taking even a step further right i've seen that you've done this probably at least you know through my research of you i've seen you do it at least three times where now you're getting them autographed and oh uh, okay i thought you were most... <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. your most recent one is the dark knight returns you had an autographed by frank miller what a cool idea it's not even yeah, something i would awesome. think to myself like oh let me get my mezco signed by Frank yeah. Miller, who was the inspiration for this figure, but man, that's cool. And then you had um, Sulu, right? Uh, George, George Takai, yes. George Takai, and then uh, William Shatner, uh, yes, for Captain Kirk. And I heard mm -hmm. those those Star Trek figures were freaking awesome. They're man, they're great. Those the head sculpts are really great. And so I was looking at one day something happened, and uh, I I heard that um, a friend actually started me on that kick. Uh, Nick Castle, uh, the guy who played Michael Myers, he was he was there at some place in Jersey, mm -hmm. and my friend said, "Hey man, do you want me to get this signed?" I said, "Yeah, that would be so cool." And so he signed it, took a picture of it, and everything. Sent me the slip cover. I sent him mine, and I was looking at. It, I'm like, this would be really cool to try to do this for any time yeah. I have an opportunity to do it. And so I had Frank Miller, I had William Shatner, George Takai. Um, I had Sarah Frazetta. She signed uh, two of my Conans oh, cool. for me. And oh, uh, cheap plug. She'll be on next week <laughs> on the Hangout. Awesome. So, yes. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And so, but that's what's cool about this stuff. I was like, oh, you know, what can I do to kind of personalize yeah. this and make it more unique? And that was just something. Like for me, selling, you know, knock on wood, <laughs> selling my collection is not in the cards. Mm -hmm. And so even if I did, it's their signature. It's yeah. not like they said, hey, Paige, love you yeah. so much. Right. It's it's there's a signature on it. So it kind of like adds to it for me as mm -hmm. far as like personal value, not right. monetary value. And you and only I, collect Mesco, right? No. Or do you collect <laughs> other stuff? Oh, yeah, I collect a lot of stuff, man. All, I got a pen of these. Yeah, Legends with Stars Black Series, Mezco, uh, oh, right. Rebel Tech. I just don't, I'm not as active in those other communities okay. as I am with Mezco. Mezco okay. eats up a lot of time, a lot of time. Yeah, it's a lot to cipher through there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just thought that was really cool. It's another way to kind of level up your collection. Like, hey, now that I have everything, let me try to get some of these autographed by some famous people that inspired the figure. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. So yeah. that's cool. Well, um, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, you know, for anybody listening, if you, if you've been hiding on or under a rock, you don't know who the toy page is, please go follow him on his Instagram and his Twitter, attend his hangouts, make sure you hit the notification bell. Cause you won't be disappointed. A lot of great info and join in on the chat. Yep. Obviously be respectful, please. Um, you know, have a, 
have a if you have something to say make sure it's you know value added not just a hater comment but yeah it's a great place to interact it's a great place to talk about mezco for anybody that is a mezco fan you need to go check him out because uh, i really enjoy it but we're not done with you yet Paige. Mm. we're gonna go into what we call the dirty dozen which oh, I, okay. I think you've said you've seen a couple of the interviews, so you kind of know how this goes, but we're going to do a rapid-fire round of 12 different topics. Just tell us the uh -oh. first thing that comes to your mind or you know, kind of what you think about it. I hope this doesn't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. well, can we, before you start, before yes. you start, I did have this question. Okay. So, I, so I've watched a couple of episodes, and what's the beef thing? What is the beef? <laughs> oh. Spreading rumors yep. and starting beef. Oh, so I did I chime in the right time? Yeah, spreading rumors and starting beef. Right, right. yeah. So uh, me and Prime are known for spreading rumors, which ultimately uh, starts beef. Prime, for some reason, always has beef with someone. Apparently. Legitimate like, beef? Or is it just no. kind of like perceived beef? <laughs> no. It's perceived beef. It's always compliments. It's like Well, some of it might be legitimate, you know, no. especially on Prime side. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've no, said wait, things like if you mention the people I have beef with, it's like Mario, Mario, Cheney, Adam, Mario uh, playing with myself, Cheney 180, Mario 796 oh, Studios. Like those, those guys, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's who I have beef with because I freaking love those guys. Frenemies. Customs by Machu, I have beef with them because he's an amazing customizer. Seven yeah. seventy-eight points of articulation because he's an awesome dial maker. I have beef with oh, them. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They're so good. <laughs> I love his and work. It, it, and it's so funny because Cheney 180, he's like, oh, Prime has beef with me? I think he wants to go barbecue. And I'm like, sure, let's go have a barbecue and share some beers. <laughs> yeah, and then I yeah, tend I, to I, say I, incorrect things every once in a while. So yeah, and Nate always from. thinks that Batman's part of the X-Men group. So. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said something I saw last it. week. I was talking about pink skulls, and I said it came with 27 Yeah, <laughs> And the pricing stuff, too. I was like, this dude, he's uh, you know, like the math. I was like, oh, he's blowing my mind with this math. <laughs> I'm like, came with like 36 head sculpts. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, we're, we're poking fun at ourselves, really, yeah. with that. No, it was good, though. I was like, I was like, what's Nate doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like putting a whole bunch of stuff in there. I was like, yeah, yeah, you I go, was like you go I'm with it. <laughs> you start going live and your brain just kind of goes out the window. You're like, what was I talking about? What am I adding up here? Because I forgot. Yeah. So if you end up having beef with us or with me, then you know you're in the circle of trust. Like you've made oh, it. Good, that's a good sign. Good. You've made it. That's yeah. that's the kind of beef that I can deal with. The other kind of stuff, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Really so you know, who knows? At the end of this, we might have some beef. Shape. We might yeah. have some beef, Paige. So. Uh, probably do. <laughs> I, have, I I do. I will. I will tell you. I, there is a group that I've heard. Of all the people that got removed from our group, and they created their own little group of uh, <laughs> where they can, but it's good. I mean, if yeah. you want to like speak negatively about stuff, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that that's the pot that you want to sit in and be negative. Hey, man, yeah. have at it, man. Create your oh, own man. group. Yeah, that sounds and, awful to me, but yeah, sure. More power. Well, it's funny because somebody sent me a screenshot. But one of the things that one of the per the people brought to my attention was the rules were a little bit too strict in the group that mm -hmm. we have, and so ironically. I think it was like two or three weeks later, a guy was in the group. He sent me a list of the of the rules for their group. And it was stuff that was already in our group. Mm -hmm. And I was like, That's hey, funny. have fun with this. I'm yeah. like, You'll see what it's like to yeah. run a group and, uh, you know, and have to deal, with, deal a lot with all of that. that stuff. Yeah, there's rules yeah. for a reason. We're just trying to keep this place healthy, you know, place safe place to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty dozen. I'm sorry. No, it's ready. Good, good tangent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. Ready. Let's get to it. Very first nice. one. Mythic Phone Legions. a friend. Phone a friend. 
<laughs> just kidding. Mythic Legions. Yeah. Uh, Giving interest. Initial. Yep. Uh, I like them a lot. Um, I, I The Doctor Doom thing has got me very curious on how that collabor- collaboration went. Mm-hmm. And then I actually had a quick conversation with uh, Cornboy. Oh, right? nice. Yeah. It was it was just kind of very, you know, for me, I'm really anal. And so I'm like, hey, is this information correct? Yeah. You know, because I don't like just putting stuff out there. And so I talked to him. We had a nice little conversation. I enjoy the line. I have a couple of the, what is it, the ice trolls and ogres oh, okay. and a couple of the orcs and stuff like that. I'm probably butchering that. Some mythic legion guy will get on me about that. But I bought it for Conan. <laughs> I like the line. Nice. Awesome. Next one. Star Wars Black Series. Uh, black hole of money. <laughs> yes, I stay away from it. Money pit. I can't do it. I, I keep, I keep thinking. Well, I mean, <laughs> I keep thinking every time I'm not gonna get anything else. You know, like they, they, you know, they do something else, and I keep looking at, it and I'm like, oh, I'm getting all these droids. I'm getting this person. I'm getting that person, and I, I like it because yeah. I've seen the progression. Uh, but I'm sitting there thinking it's like a black hole for money. It's, it just keeps sucking money out. <laughs> but I like the line. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those lines. I love Star Wars, but to your point, it's if I started it, I wouldn't be able to stop. I'd want to continue going. So I've just stayed away from it just to protect my wallet. Yeah. All I right. had the, uh, what was it, the Bad Batch? I didn't even know yeah. if I had them all. I was oh. looking and then I go, this one came out. Do I have that one? And yeah. it's just. It's just so much choice. We talked it's about hard to that keep tonight. Up. It is. There's just so much. Every day there's a new pre-order. So, but I, I do like, I do like them. It's just black hole of money. All right. All right. Next one is Marvel Legends. Another black hole of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, cherry pink. Cherry. I've, okay. I've kind of yeah. learned to, to uh, just get some of the figures that are kind of like fillers for maybe some of my Mezco figures mm-hmm. or, or just uh, not get, I used to think about this when people would talk about say, Oh, I don't like movie figures. Now I kind of understand why. Yeah. <laughs> because you're yeah. taking pictures and you're stuck to one thing, but uh, Marvel legends, I've just learned to cherry pick. I, yeah. It's just, there's just so much coming out from them and it's nice, but it's almost, it's overwhelming sometimes for me. But it's yep. a good line. I, I yep. enjoy them. Always have. They've come so. Uh, they've come a long way. Nice. They really have. Yeah. Yeah. Night and day difference from where they started. Yeah. My my first Marvel Legends figure was a uh, Misty Knight and Misty Knight. I, yeah. I came in late. Do you want to change your answer? <laughs> well, that I think was, I, no. I think my target still has some Misty Knights. Oh God, man! <laughs> I I had that guy that uh, Mikey Depez. Do you know him, the customizer? The he does. Oh the, yes, uh huh, yeah. Uh, I sent him my Misty Night head so, so he could repaint it, and yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it. Oh. Beautiful work. Yeah. But yeah, that's my Marvel Legends thing. Nice, nice. Next Mates one, like Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, as far as like figure line or movies, yep. I haven't figure seen the line. movie. Yeah, the Mattel figure. Uh, Amber Amber collection. I, I don't even dinosaurs? collect it. No? No, I don't even have the big T-Rex everybody gets for Conan. What? I don't even have that. I know. I, okay. There's just so much stuff, man. Yeah. It is. is. Yeah, I stay out of it I'm myself, sure. so you're not alone there. Yeah. I even got the so, Raptors that were like eight bucks at Target at one point. 
you did. I know. So Prime, awesome. You need to start shooting me some of these uh, deals. Like, I mean, they, Jason you know, sent like me a happens. picture of that, that Raptor and Mario that he took. Oh, the Mario my shot? Kid. Oh, yeah. My son oh, loves yeah. it. So yeah. Good. yeah. I yeah. I really you, try not to jump into too many lines. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like like this, I, I, yeah. I see it. I have a, <laughs> I, I like it, but I'm like, yeah. I, I can't get into it. Okay. Next one, Mezco. Uh, delays. <laughs> suing. Um, too much uh, rumble, society. Yeah, too much it. Gomez. Uh, um, that page guy. Yeah, yeah. that admin page, page guy. <laughs> crap, all that guy. Um, uh, very good company. Nice. That tries to improve upon their product and sometimes gets a bad rap i think all companies get a bad rap really yeah right i think they've taken up some of our money that people just feel like okay well now i can hate on yeah, yeah. it's like well you're volunteering um, to do that though that's you're volunteering no one's gonna gun to your head <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Some dude said the the other day in the and not the other day a couple months ago he's like I'm tired of this group this is just a cult I'm like hey man I can tell you one thing I was like and one thing about a cult is they don't let you leave I'm like you can leave here yeah yeah you know right over there we'll see you later good night good company primary company uh, bad basically pages bread and butter (laughs) yeah that's all I eat. Because yeah. next one, GI Joe classified. Uh, another black hole. Oh, childhood, uh, childhood yeah. nostalgia. There you go. Mm-hmm. Very good line. Enjoy playing with him. Um, yeah. I, I really like that line a lot. Awesome. You getting that his tank? Uh, yes, sir. I got three. Oh, oh nice. Dang. Yeah, it's gonna be an army. Well, you do have some mescos coming. That are GI that's, Joe, so that'll yeah. be a good matchup too. Yeah, and then when you when you're putting all these damn troopers and stuff, mm-hmm. I forgot that I got that many Cobra officers. To be honest with you, I got something from you know how you we know how the pre-orders go up, and you're yeah. like, I'll get it here, I'll get yeah. it here, I'll get it yeah. here. Yeah. So all of a sudden, uh, Big Bad Toy Store sends yeah. me and says, Hey, you're getting your officer. I'm like, Cool. And then Pulse goes, You're getting your officers. I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Yep. Yeah. And oh, then there was second. another. Yeah, there was another. Oh, Amazon. Amazon yep. said, you're getting your, I'm like, oh my God, Paige, what are you doing? <laughs> Black hole. Yep, His tanks. Love For it. sure. All right. Next one is 118th scale. No experience at all. Okay. You're a newbie Sorry. to the 118th We got Acid Rain, Joy Toy. Oh, five points? Oh, five oh, points. oh, oh, okay. Yep. Well, you got me on that one scaling wise. Yeah, five, yeah. Like five points. Oh. Okay. I do. I have. I have. Uh, because it's Mezco, of course. But I. But I really enjoy that line. I still need to open the Godzilla stuff. But yeah, I didn't got realize me. Godzilla. You got me. We got him, Nate. We got him. We got him. Got him. Mission yes. accomplished. All right, oh, man. Let's end the show. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. No, there's more. There's more. Stick around. Oh, okay. Okay. Next one is Super Seven. Um, I've heard great communication. Yeah. And the blueprint for customer service. Yeah, yeah. That's all I hear about it. I don't you, have any you experience don't, with it. You haven't had any, any experience with handling the Super Seven figure. No, I, I have not. Okay. I, I'll be on. I would Definitely they do Silverhawks, right? Yeah. Silverhawks yeah. and uh, He-Man, right? Turtles. Okay, yep. Turtles, mm-hmm. 
Simpsons, okay. Thundercats, Silverhawks. Oh, they did the tank too, right? Yeah, they did a thunder tank. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. And that's the, all I really know about. The TMNT wagon, uh, party wagon. Yeah. Oh yeah, out. I heard that thing is expensive. I yeah. saw that. that yeah, that was one's like five hundred uh, bucks. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the biggest and most detailed, but yeah, it's definitely a, it's a big investment for sure. Are these you guys' personal favorites? Like mm -hmm. Nate, are you doing Super Seven? I know I've seen you do shots. Yeah, I mean, I have some. Um, I think these are all lines that we've sort of dabbled in. Like the 118 stuff's really a lot of Prime's mm -hmm. focus. Uh, Super mm -hmm. 7 is, I get them every now and then, but yeah. Prime gets a lot of them too. Yeah, I think yeah, these are like, kind yeah. of just different lines that we have both invested in. So we like mm -hmm. to hear what other people think about it. Yeah. Next Let's one is Moffix or Mafix? <laughs> uh... What would I what I think or what kind of experience yep. I have with them? Yeah. Um, what do you think of? Have you had any Mafex? I I have Catwoman. Okay. Because I one. wanted a better Catwoman. Yeah. Oh, you said something bad about this one. So <laughs> I wanted a I wanted a more articulated Catwoman, yeah. and I thought that would that be was... my only option. Oh so yeah. There was something else I bought from them too. A couple other things. Oh, I bought the uh, Spider Gwen. I didn't. I wasn't too much of a fan with that. No. Um, I've had very limited mental things that I've had. Oh, so you, had. you've gotten lucky because you don't want to pick up their Superman or the Batman Hush or the Venom or the Spider-Man yeah. or, or the Peter B. Parker or Cyclops or Wolverine. Oh, they're the comparison. <laughs> well, they're the comparison. Like all I, all I see mainly in the Mezco groups is like Mez, Mafix. I'm saying it right, right? Yeah. Mafix is killing it. And they're doing more comic stuff and they're doing it better than Mezco. And I'm like, man, it sounds like you're happy, man. Just yeah, no. That. I, I wouldn't, I mean, like, the I'd fact when people like, oh, it's better than Mezco, it's it's apples to oranges. Like, when people compare Marvel Legends to Mezco, that doesn't do any sense. Mayfix to Mezco doesn't make any sense either because Mayfix is in a, it's in a whole different lane. Like, I, I, I collect Mayfix and Mezco and I, I never think, like, oh, one versus the other. It's just, it's in a whole separate lane. Yeah, I, think I just think it's hurt. weird. I just think it's weird when people would just go in groups and do it. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's like you, it's like you going to uh, Burger King and saying, you know what, I like McDonald's better. It's like yeah, nobody man, cares yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, you're going in a group, and it's like hey, if that's what makes you happy, back. just do, just make, just yeah. hey, that's good for you. Yeah, so. yeah, I think people like to say stuff like that because they know it's going to start an argument. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. let me just throw something in here and yeah. bash on Mezco a little bit. Yeah, but maybe evolve, man. Gotta evolve with their, with their comic right. figures. Their comic figures are on fire. Next yeah, one is NECA. Uh, that is the that's the company that I stopped collecting. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was in that time when um when the turtles. You remember the movie Turtles yep. were coming? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And you remember when they were selling out in 10 seconds and everything yep. like that? So that was the, and it, uh, I tried getting it. I couldn't get yep. it. I had to buy aftermarket. And then yep. it was, it was just too hard for me to collect the line. Yeah. I mean, if I put more effort into it, probably, yeah. but I've heard better things from them now. Oh, I, yeah. I, I love seeing some of their stuff like the American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And they really got me. I haven't bought any, but the Universal Monster stuff. Killer team, it's for that shit. Yeah, and so, but um, I still have that PTSD kind of oh. from that stuff, and and then that's my excuse not to collect them. But uh, okay. they look really great. I just yeah, uh, phenomenal. I, 
Yeah. Their QC, I just, I just, they stepped it up. The yeah, I think, mm -hmm. easily readily available. Like I think the ball the monsters from Target. I picked up um, the defenders of Earth, the Flash Gordon stuff from Walmart. Mm -hmm. I was telling oh, you, yeah. freaking phenomenal. Like those, the Ming yeah. and the Flash Gordon, man. And, and the Phantom. Felt like, oh the yeah, too. that's killer, killer. Yeah. Love the paint job, quality. Like I love I'd say it. their yeah, their distribution and availability has gotten way better. Way at least better. over the last like two years, probably. I went to my yeah. Target recently, and I don't. Yeah. I try not to hunt as much anymore. Yeah. But just stacked with NECA. I couldn't oh, believe yeah. it. It's like most I've ever seen in this tour before. So I don't know what's going on or if they reproduce a lot of stuff. But yeah, <laughs> please keep doing that. You know what's good about it is? It's like even with all these companies, like, and I look at it from a whole history standpoint, uh, my experience that I had with them, it wasn't good. But if I look at it now, yeah, I would be more apt to go back and try to collect some of that stuff. But I like seeing how a company improved. It just yeah. takes time. And, yeah. you know, like they're really doing some really good stuff. I would be tempted to go back, but I, like I said, I've really tried to have some restraint because all these other lines yeah. cost right. money. Once you get that Frankenstein or that mummy, Ooh. killer. Yeah, even the Frankenstein. They were doing like a variant. They had a color variant. Yeah. And they had the uh, the black and white. And yep. I looked at it and I was like, Mezco's is cool because it has soft goods, but yeah. this is the sculpt it's, and the paintwork yep. looks really good. Yep. All I right, resist. Next one is, and the last one, McFarland Toys. We got Toddy Mac closing up the Dirty Dozen. Um, I love the vehicles. Yes, I, can't, the I cannot get away from the vehicles, man. Yeah, I, you can't beat the price. I, you can't, and that's something he's like locked into that other companies yeah. haven't really done yet. Is no. vehicles. I remember when I was a kid, we used to get these vehicles, like Night Rider. You used to get, you know, these rc cars and all this other yeah. stuff and i don't know if companies want to commit to it but i can all, i just bought that um what is it i don't know what it's technically called but the big bat, uh, bat, Batmobiles, Batmobiles. yeah i just bought that i like bought the truck. yeah i bought the the bike i bought the whatever that was that hell cycle mm -hmm. thing for dr oh, eternal yeah. Yeah. i as far as figures i don't have anything but i'll buy yeah the vehicles that he puts out yeah i'm more willing to get the vehicles i think the figures myself as well yeah that was it that was oh, our dirty dozen you made it through you you survived the round yay do All i get a t-shirt do i yeah. get a t-shirt you, you get a free toaster which may or may not work who knows? Yeah, I've heard that from the May or may not show up. <laughs> it's like you know, and may or may not show up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is he really giving toasters? Like, this is the second time he said that. And I was like, ah, this is one of those inside jokes. And then uh, I remember the game thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've received quite a few DMs of promises that. Like, where's Prime my toaster? Made. Yeah, where's yeah. my toaster? <laughs> well, Paige, uh, like, like we've said, we really appreciate you being on. It was awesome to be able to pick your brain. You're one of those guys I feel like I could just keep on talking to. Uh, for hours. Uh, just very easy to talk to, lots of knowledge. If you guys are listening, uh, like I said before, please go subscribe to his YouTube, The Toy Page. Um, you can also find him on Instagram and Twitter at The Toy Page, just like it sounds, but with an A, I mean, an I in page. Uh, wow, yeah, I yeah, yeah. A. Yeah. yeah. But uh, please go follow him. Uh, and uh, before we let you go, Paige, anything that you want to plug or uh, any other socials that I didn't talk about there? uh no i wanted to tell both of you guys thank you so much for uh having me come on and i've really enjoyed 
the work that you guys have been putting out. Like, it, it takes a lot to grab my attention. And I'm telling you, when I saw that episode, the What's Your Why, yeah. I was like, wow. I think I, I reached out to both of you. I was yeah. like, man, this is good stuff. And so I would highly encourage anybody, if you're watching this episode, you haven't watched those, to, like, watch that. Because I, I love thought-provoking content. And I love what you guys are doing. I steadily keep coming back to this, and so I appreciate what you guys are doing. Man. Knock it off, Pete. You're gonna make me tear up. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I, I appreciate that. Hey, your support <laughs> means a lot, really. Thank you very much for the kind words. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Man. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Thank you so much. So let's send Absolutely. Paige back to the champagne room. Yay. <laughs> man, what an another awesome discussion with another fellow collector an active collector in the community world uh, a community builder i think with dan dan who we talked about community builders here's another community builder he's building he's creating his own space make sure you guys check him out he has a lot of amazing insight to offer i love checking out his uh hangouts on ig and hopefully we get him on some lives on youtube yeah he's um, been a long time fan he's one of those guys that i wanted to have on the show for quite a while so i'm glad that we finally got him but yeah, yeah. please go show uh page support um and if you're worried about uh mezco uh, you know updates on delays he's always posting that stuff so pay attention to his instagram because he's he does that just you know because he has the interest he's not getting paid to do that stuff so if you're viewing his page and you're like hey this is a release date and no change Make sure you say thank you to him because I think that goes a long way. That's not stuff he's just doing for free. But yeah, huge thanks to Paige for being on. We really appreciate it. And thanks to you guys for listening to our last episode. We got some great feedback. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, please go subscribe to us on the figure booth on YouTube. Uh, hit the notification bell so you don't miss uh, any of our new shows. Mm -hmm. While you're there, hit the like button. It's a small gesture that means a lot and goes a long way. Leave a comment. What do you think about Paige's uh, interview? What are some of yeah. your thoughts on Mezco? Um, you know, is there a question maybe you want him to, to answer? Maybe we'll pass that along. But yeah, please leave a comment below that you've listened to it. Let us know your thoughts. We really appreciate it. And if you want to support the podcast, go to checkoutfigurebooth.com. We've got a bunch of shirts available, one of which Prime is wearing right now. Uh, you can get all of our merch on the site and even some of Prime's merch. Speaking of, you can order your yes. own arcades on prime-arcade.com. Um, he uh, offers free shipping of any purchases over $100. There's a nice Leisure Suit Larry arcade right there that you can get as an example. But, yeah, go support us. Go support the uh, the podcast. Go support Prime and support Paige. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks. And we'll catch you guys next time. See you, everybody.